Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34. It was like a shell of uh, what we were expecting. But that's Frank Stample. I'm Greg Sussman. Howdy. How's it going? How's your weekend? Ours was mediocre at best. Frank, what's happening, man? Greggy, I've had uh, many better Mondays than today, obviously. Last night was one of those nights where I let being a sports fan affect my sleep. Not... Consciously, I didn't want that to happen, but mm. woke up in the middle of the night, tossing and turning, having nightmares about Reggie Bullock and 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 Bobby Portis, Julius Randle. Uh, now we're here. Now we're here, but not a great night of sleep for me. How to how to go for you, buddy? Uh, honestly, I was really really upset at like six o'clock yesterday. Like I was just like, it was like unfathomable what was happening, but. Then, like, I got home. I was in Long Island on the day. I had my cousin's graduation party, as I mentioned, on, um, on Saturday night. So I hung up by the pool yesterday. Like, welcome back to the city. Crazy story. It was like a tornado where I was. It was nuts. Like, trees uprooted, driveways broken. It was crazy. When? Yesterday afternoon. Really? Seriously. I was just locked in my apartment, which is underground. So I had no idea what was going on. Just of, where I was in Long Island. It was outside. nuts, man. That happened to me Saturday. I told you I was going to Long Island. It yeah. was like on and off rain, like monsoons throughout the day, and then it would just get super hot and sunny again. Like, okay, well, the world is definitely ending. That's confirmed, so. It's just a matter of when at this point. So it was wild. Saturday was wild. It was wild, man. It was wild. So anyway, so then last night, I'm, I got home. We were going over some waiver stuff, and I was reading my book. Pretty enthralled in my book, so I'm pretty pumped about it. <laughs> so I slept great. All right. I kind of woke up wanting to read my book, but this chapter is like a really long one. I, like, I didn't have time to read it before I came to work, so I'm excited to go home and read it, which is nice. Yeah, maybe we should get a new intro while we're at it, too. Like, I, we were excited to be Knicks fans, and yeah, yeah we're going to get like the 90s Knicks theme going. And F the Knicks. We'll, we'll put our names in there, and it'll be fun. And, and, until yesterday, Greg. Not so much. <laughs> Not uh, so Matt, Matt Modica, we, we know you're there. You're coughing, so we hear you. We got you. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. You button. 
There you go. Matt Modica is here. Uh, he is a Mets, Bills, and Knicks fan, uh, so things are great for Matt as well. Oh, yeah, but there's always a solution here. You could just move to Brooklyn now and, you know, you could be a hipster and root for, you know, a rising NBA franchise. There you go. And most hipsters don't even care about basketball, so I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And, and honestly, if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, congratulations. You basically executed everything the Knicks wanted to do this offseason. But if you actually get pleasure in watching Knicks fans suffer, you are a sick, sick human being. We suffer a lot, man. <laughs> we suffer a lot. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, at least we have the Yankees, Greg. I mean, that's... Dude, what are the, Yankees? the Yankees are very Met-like right now. It's, it's, besides, like, the whole winning thing. Like, <laughs> besides the winning thing, Greg, that's yeah. the only thing that that's matters. <laughs> the Severino stuff is a joke. A joke. Oh, he doesn't like MRIs. This is something the Mets would do, Matt, and we would sit here and kill them for it. Oh, he doesn't like MRIs. Right, you're being a spoiled So let's brat not right give now. him one. You are being a spoiled brat. We did this brat. with Syndergaard, Matt. He doesn't like MRIs. Let's not give him one. What? What? I mean, I hear you, but just look at the last 30 days of Met life and how, you know, everything just gets more and more ridiculous by the day. Uh, one thing I would like to say about the uh, Kevin Durant signing, are we 100% sure he's going to be, like, fine after the surgery and everything? No. You know, That's what all Nick fans are hoping for at this point. That he's never the same ever again. No, no, that's a fair question. That's a fair question, Matt. And, you know, I think it's it's that same exact thinking that apparently James Dolan had, and that's why he was hesitant to give Kevin Durant a max contract, but was never hesitant to give it to, you know, anyone else. Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo Anthony, you know, all the other schmucks that came before that, too. But when it comes to Kevin Durant, who's, like, confirmed one of the top five players in the NBA... We're going to proceed with caution there, Greg. So You don't believe, don't you, you don't believe any of that stuff, right, right? We'll, we'll see what happens. You don't believe it. Honestly, though, like, Greg, you being upset about the Severino situation while the Yankees are, like, one of the best teams in the league is just, like, prime Greg Sussman. Prime wait, wait Greg Sussman. Wait a minute, Frank. I mean, you are being prime a Greg spoiled Sussman. brat right you now. You complain about everything with the Yankees team. I complain you about Stanton. You com- you yeah, but they're still winning. They're still winning. Of course they are. But, like, long-term success. I don't like it. Yeah, well, they're going to be paying Stanton, you know, $35 million when he's like 38 years old. But they're winning. Who cares? I, I, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. The pretty thing, pretty entertaining London series. It was entertaining. A lot of runs. It's basically Coors Field out there. It was much better than Coors Field. So did you see the, the, the line yesterday, the total? 16 and a half. They go and over. it went over. It went over yeah. They scored 20 runs yesterday. That was great. They scored a total of 50 in the series. A two-game series. Lying out of there. It's wild. All right. Matt, how was your weekend, man? Oh, the weekend was good. I was actually very excited for the London series. And, you know, it did get a bit ridiculous, though. I just hope the European baseball fans or the new European baseball fans don't bet the over on every single game going forward because I think this is how baseball is to be played. Makes sense. Yeah, I can do it. See what happens, Greg. How did we do last week, speaking of bets? How how did we wind wind up? I don't know. I'd, I'll go back and look at it during the break. I don't remember what our what, whatever we had on Friday. I think I won that. I remember looking and I, I got it right. Just letting you know. Congrats. Thanks, man. That I think, mean you broke even for the week. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was pumped about that. So, go me. Fantastic. Uh, let's get into the waiver wire, I guess. That's what people want to hear, right? Um, we get into the waiver wire and we begin with Brendan McKay, who uh, had an okay debut, I'd say, Matt. Yeah, no, it was... Uh... 
It was pretty good. And, you know, Tampa Bay Ray fans had to be ecstatic. I can't see this kid going down. Uh, I think he stays in the rotation for the most part. Maybe in September they get a little creative and maybe he becomes a you know closer for them heading into the playoffs, something like that. I only got one share. Uh, that was in a 12-team league. I won him for 23. The runner-up was 11 mm-hmm. versus the other league that he went for like $230 and the runner-up was 110. Yeah, we ended up with one share as well, a team that Greg and I own together that has not been very successful. Quite bad. Uh, we had $16 left out of 100 but they do allow $0 bids, so uh, we bid our remaining 16 bucks. That's a 15-team mixed league, so that's you know 16% of our overall budget to start the year, and we got him. We got him for 16 bucks, and uh, that's pretty much right in line with how much I saw him going for in other 15-team leagues. He went for 157 in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational to Adam Ronis, actually. And then he went for $150 in the main event that Matt Modica and myself play in. Uh, you know, I thought he did a great job in his debut against the Texas Rangers. He was five perfect innings, Greg. Allowed one hit and one walk in that final inning of work. Six innings, uh, three strikeouts, 11 swinging strikes on 81 pitches. That's a 13.6% swinging strike rate. I thought I thought he looked the part. I thought he looked really good. Um no, I would expect more strikeouts, especially against a Texas Rangers team. Faces the Yankees this week, Greg, so a little bit of a tougher matchup. We'll see what happens here. I'm excited to see him face the Yankees, though. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I agree with Matt. I think he's, he's going to stick around at least until um, at least until September, right? He's going to, I would imagine, I would imagine him, so. for him to be in the rotation. Yes. So, uh, it's looking good. If you picked up Brendan McKay, I think he was, and we said this on Friday, probably the last best pitching prospect that's going to come up. I know Dylan Cease is, like, expected to come up on Wednesday, and he's definitely worth stashing, but I think Brendan McKay overall, the numbers that he put up in the minor leagues, uh, coupled with his hype, uh, I, I would say that he was a higher-ranking prospect for fantasy purposes rather than Dylan Cease. Uh, Matt, would you agree with that? Uh, how, do you, how are you approaching this situation? Are you going to be in on Dylan Cease next week when he's available in NFBC leagues? Uh, I think that's probably uh, the correct analysis. Look, McKay has flown up with his progression. I mean, just flying through the minors, a, a, a two-way player, but he's going to be a pitcher. That's where he's going to make his bones and all that. Uh, Dylan Cease is somebody I've long been interested in. Uh, the White Sox have been aggressive in the past with their younger arms. The kid's coming up. Uh, this is not a tryout for him. This should be rest of the season. Uh, hopefully no injuries occur. And I would definitely take a shot on Cease. You know, it's not... Um, it's not without some trepidations that could arise, but I think the kid's got plenty of talent, and it's a very intriguing home. Yeah, he he definitely does. He's, you know, the top-ranking pitching prospect in the White Sox organization, outside of Michael Kopech, who obviously is returning, uh, rehabbing from Tommy John's surgery. Uh, but yeah, Dylan Cease, he gives you an electric fastball-curveball combination. I wrote about this on my Patreon yesterday, Greg. I, I know we get a lot, we get very excited for prospects, and I, I think he's going to have a long-term arsenal that, that could be effective at the major league level. But he wasn't performing all that great this year in AAA. And I know like there's juice balls there as well. And offense is up at AAA. Uh, but he had a 4.48 ERA, 1.57 whip, a 284 batting average against. And you know we read you Brendan McKay's numbers in both AA and AAA 
uh, on Friday, and then obviously coupled with what he did over the weekend in his Major League debut. And I think that there is reason to be more excited about Brendan McKay than Dylan Cease. I agree with that talent-wise. I think it, there is something to be said, though, Rick Renteria and the White Sox saying, hey, this guy's in a rotation. And that, was, and that like certainty makes me super interested to see what we get from Dylan Cease later this week. But I think Brandon McKay pitches like, obviously, not as good as he did this past weekend because I don't know if we can, we'll see that consistently. But if he pitches well, he's not going anywhere. The Rays are fighting for a playoff spot. They're fighting uh, for a division crown still at this point. It's only July. I think the Rays are going to, they've already called him up. So they're going to put him out there, leave him in that rotation. And ultimately, I think, certainly one of the top pickups that were remaining um, on the waiver wire even to come uh, for this season. Guys, uh, who else was worth bidding on this week? Matt, who did you go after here other uh, than Brandon McKay? Uh, there was one guy in particular that I targeted in every league. Uh, I don't have a lot of money in most of these leagues, and that's pretty much uh, par for the course for me at this point of the season. But Aaron Bummer, I acquired most everywhere. Uh, a couple of spots he was owned already. I think it's a matter of time before Colome gets traded, and I think he's the heir apparent there. Uh, they seem to really like him. He seems to be right now the future closure in waiting for them. And I was trying to get ahead of the game. I scooped him up for as little as three, pretty much three to nine dollars in all the leagues I uh, owned him. Some leagues that I definitely wanted him, I moved it up to like nine dollars. Okay, so you go with Aaron Bummer here, Matt, um, and you want him in our main event league for like three bucks out of a thousand. So just, you know, taking a small crack here at it. And we spoke about this as well on Friday, Greg, where, you know, you want to prep yourself for the possibility of these closers being traded uh, around the trade deadline and, you know, maybe scooping up some of these backup relievers or relievers that we would expect to get save opportunities in the future uh, before these trades happen so that you could save yourself some fab. Mm -hmm. But are you... Are you, well, there's no way of like 100% knowing, but how confident are you that it would be bummer over someone like Kalame who hasn't really pitched well this year, but he has the closing experience and, and it just seems like. It's more like Herrera. If Kalame is the closer. Herrera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Herrera. yeah uh, with Kelvin Herrera, yeah. yeah. So, like, he hasn't pitched well this year, but he has the closing experience. So, are you, like, how confident are you that Aaron Bummer would get it before someone like Kelvin Herrera? Uh, there is a risk of that. You know, a lot of managers still love to go with, you know, that that mindset of he's done it before, you know, that nonsense. Uh, but I think this is a young team on the rise. I think this season is being set up for next year and to get Bummer in that position. Uh, he was one of a couple of these closures that are uh, in waiting. And you got to do it now, as you said. You don't want to wait two weeks when people get traded or, you know, Kyle Omega's traded middle of the week or Matt uh, Will Smith is traded. Like, Arreyes Morantas pitched much better. He's pitched well this year. He had a horrible May. And the other guy in Miami, Nick, uh, what is it, Nick Anderson? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I think he's the heir apparent there once uh, Sergio Romo was moved. That's assuming people want Sergio Romo. Just saying. Yeah. Somebody well, will take him. Probably. Somebody will he's, he's pitched, like, decent for the most part this year, Greg. He's Sergio Romo. He's fine. Yeah. Well, you want to hear something about Romo? Yes, I'll I would, I would like to hear something about Romo, yeah. yes. Uh, since post-All-Star break last year, only eight relief pitchers have more saves than him. He has 29, but it does come with a 450 whip. And, I mean, excuse me, a 450 ERA and like a 130 whip. So, you know, you get what you pay for. But you got saves from him. 
And that's, yeah, that's exactly what you want from sure. Sergio Romo. One of the cheapest relievers to go off the board uh, on draft day is Sergio Romo. Greg, I was looking at a few Cardinals outfielders here. They were both added in 15-team leagues that I was playing in. Jose Martinez, where he was available, you know, he hasn't really performed in the month of June. Maybe that's due to inconsistent playing time. He, he's More recently, he's been out there um, consistently, but for, for the most part, over the past couple of months, his uh, playing time has been inconsistent once everyone is healthy. Yep. And we know what Jose Martinez can bring. Obviously, really good batting average, hitting in the middle of this Cardinals lineup. A really underwhelming Cardinals lineup so far this year, too. Like, I think we've spoken about this before, Greg. A lot. Like, streaming pitchers against the Cardinals now. It's basically in the month of June. Their offense has just gone ice cold. Paul Goldschmidt has, has been mired in like a, a season-long slump, something similar to what he did last year. But by this point last year, he had already turned it on. Very much so. So we're still waiting for Paul Goldschmidt to turn it on. But, you know, Marcelo Zuna lands on the IL. That's going to give Jose Martinez play, everyday playing time. And then also Tyler O'Neill, who is now back in the mix for the, the real deal, Coast. Tyler O'Neill. The real deal, Tyler O'Neill, who we know, you know, we we talk about this a lot as as well, Matt. Uh, pr- pretty much throughout draft season in these deeper leagues, we look at skills, right? And and eventually we 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 hope that the skills win out. And when it comes to Tyler O'Neill, I mean, the guy is jacked out of his mind. You know that, and he hits the ball extremely hard. And, and I think we all think if he were to get a starting opportunity, this is someone that could flirt with like thirty plus home run upside. Uh, but he just hasn't really had the opportunity to play. But I think we can all agree that the skills are there for Tyler O'Neill. Strikes out a little bit too much, but but that comes with sluggers. Kind of similar to like a Jesus Aguilar last year. We knew that he had the skill. Once he got the opportunity to play every day, he took off. So maybe there, there's a chance there for something similar happening with Tyler O'Neill, Greg. All right, we'll take a break. We'll talk more about the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll take a look at some of the two-star pitchers as well. Well, more to come. Stick around. BFFs continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Rain Make it rain. This idea that legalized sports betting is somehow going to be the end of society as we know it is the biggest crock I've ever seen. We heard the same crap with legalizing marijuana. It was going to be hell on earth. It was going to ruin society. Last I checked, Denver and Colorado still standing. Washington still standing. Massachusetts, as much as I'd like them to burn down, are still standing. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. with you best friends forever Frank Stample Greg Sussman Matty Moe officially Matt this is our last Monday together talking baseball because starting next Monday we move to a new time and new opportunities because fantasy football season has arrived pretty pumped yes it has Greg and you know I've been doing best ball drafts nonstop, one after another after another uh, so yeah, I'm already I'm already jumped in doing a lot of research night in and night out, uh, getting ready for the fantasy football season. You know, a lot of people already want to hear fantasy football. There's a lot of shows already talking fantasy football, but yeah, starting next week, seems like we're gonna jump in, jump yeah. into some fantasy football. So the plan is, and again, by next Monday it could change. But the plan is for our program to go from two to four p.m. back to two hours. We've kind of alluded to that. Back to two hours, a lot of fantasy football content starting then. We may, given that we have two hours back, touch on some baseball, some of the bigger stories, of course, uh, and help you guys out. But I gotta catch up on football. I, I feel like I have no idea what's going on. I have not looked at a single thing. And then when you tell me certain things, I'm like shocked. So kind of excited about it. All right, Greg. Uh, well, you got a week. You got a, you got a week to start uh, <laughs> looking into things, and you know. Get into the know of what's going on. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know anything. Like, people I like that, like, you, you tell me you're terrible. So I'm, like, very confused by it. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not the end-all, be-all. So I guess that's you're why... My, you're my end-all, be-all. We'll, uh, we'll have other opinions in here as well. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong as well. We'll get Matt Modica. Maybe we'll get some, you know, Fantasy Taz. I know Jim Day is in the chat right now. Shout out to Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. Uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy will be back as well. That's right. So maybe, you know, we'll work him, get him in the rotation. Uh, potentially some Eric Young, Greg? Eric Young is going to save that one, but yeah, potentially. Uh, potentially, yeah, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> see what happens. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. Uh, so that's the plan for next week, Matt. We hope to have you a part of that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm you know, you know, football is upon us. Uh, I love football. You know, baseball. It's they're two totally different animals and all that. But the, one of the things I've really loved about fantasy football the last few years and why I've gotten even more into it is the deep dives we're allowed to do now. There's more stats than ever, and uh, I'm looking very forward to it. Me too. We all are. We all are, Greggy. Oh, Seth Curry. Seth Curry's going back to Dallas. That's nice. <clears throat> I, I've got nothing on it, Greg. Right. I, you know, it probably would have been a prime Knicks target if they didn't sign, you know, five other <laughs> players who were exactly I like would, him. I would like to Seth Curry over Wayne Ellington. Oh, whatever. Uh, all right. So you, <laughs> That's your biggest qualm, really? <laughs> well, my biggest qualm is that they signed multiple players to play the same exact pl- position. Oh, you can never have too many power forwards, Greg, especially the way Today's the NBA is trending. Yeah, I know. Uh, you mentioned the Cardinals, Jose Martinez, Tyler O'Neill, and I was reading an article last week, Frank, that one of the major issues that the Cardinals have had have been the play of Jose Martinez and Tyler O'Neill, that they haven't gotten nearly enough out of them. Harrison Bader as well, as one of the reasons that they have struggled. A lot of people point to the Luke Voigt trade, but both... One of the reasons they traded Luke Voigt was to open up 
more of a playing opportunity for O'Neal and Jose Martinez. And of course, they traded for Paul Goldschmidt. Both of these players haven't exactly lit the world on fire this year. You want to pick them up. You were interested in them this week. How come? Well, I, I still think that the skills are there. I don't think it's necessarily just on Tyler O'Neill or, or Jose Martinez. I mean, you look at Paul Goldschmidt's season, 246, 741 OPS. You know, when they traded for him, they were expecting to get, you know, that Paul Goldschmidt from the second half of last year. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of people that are underperforming. Like, Paul, uh, Paul Dion got off to a great start, and, and, you know, he slowed down tremendously as well. Um, and Marcelo Zuna's hurt now, too. I mean, Jose Martinez, look, he's a brutal fielder. There, I mean, there's no denying that, but... The Cardinals kind of pigeonholed themselves into, into the situation because he has to play right field. Right. He's not going to play first base with Paul Goldschmidt on the roster. Um, and, you know, with all things to consider, Jose Martinez is still batting 281. I mean, he's not someone who's going to provide huge power or anything. He's known for being a contact hitter, someone who's going to give you batting average. And he's really provided that. And when it comes to Tyler O'Neill, I mean, he hasn't really had a fair shake. He hasn't had an opportunity so far this year. And it seems like, at least now, for the time being, uh, until Marcelo Zuna's back, that he's going to get that opportunity. So if you could grab some home runs here, a handful of homers, you know, maybe he stays hot, and when everyone else is healthy, these things usually figure themselves out. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily on, like, Jose Martinez or, or Tyler O'Neill for what's going on with the St. Louis Cardinals. Mamadika, did you have any interest in either one of these players? Uh, I had interest. I pretty much uh, was trying to get Manny Margot. But real quick with the Cardinals, Look, Goldsmith's been a real disappointment. He had that three-homer game like the second day of the season, and things looked all great. He's been a major disappointment. Matt Carpenter basically didn't play all week. Uh, was it Tommy Edmonds was pretty much in there uh, in his role. So they, there's a lot that's gone wrong. And one of their better hitters was Yadier Molina, and he's you know injured now, and the Ozuna injury just kills them. Yeah, and while we're talking about it, too, like Harrison Bader was someone who kind of was going similarly to Ramon Laureano. These are players that we thought maybe had some interesting power-speed combinations. And, and while Ramon Laureano has really taken off in his second season, Harrison Bader has not great. I mean, he's been he's been quite bad. He's, uh, he's hitting 206 on the season with a 696 OPS, six homers, four stolen bases. So, I mean, just a lot of these guys are underperforming, Matt Carpenter specifically as well. Uh, but really just all throughout the offense, outside of like Marcelo Zuna, who's been quite great. I mean, 259, 20 home sure. runs. I mean, he's doing what, what's been asked of him. It's pretty much everyone else on this roster who hasn't performed. But, you know, just some, some cheap exposure here to, to everyday at-bats in what should be a better lineup than it has shown so far this season. Absolutely, and hopefully uh, this summer, war- the weather is warm, they will get hot, uh, and the bats will turn on. Now, a name that you bit on, Frank, that I wanted to actually get into. Or a couple of names, actually. Jalen Beeks is the first one. Because we talked a lot about Brendan McKay at the top. And McKay comes up, he's a starter. Now, Beeks was one of these guys that was playing in the piggyback role. After uh, Ryan Stanek starts, Beeks comes in, pitches a few innings. Um, and you talked about him earlier this season, about someone you wanted. Now he's been sent down. Why are you betting on him now? Yeah, I... <laughs> Admittedly, I don't know why he was sent down. I mean, maybe you know something that I don't, Matt. I mean, his underlying numbers are much higher, like his XFIP, his Sierra, much higher than his 279 ERA. But for the most part, he has pitched well in that follower role this year as that bulk reliever. Again, 279 ERA, 1.29 whip, uh, right around 7.5 Ks per nine. I-, I feel like for the most part, he's done what's expected of him, but he was sent down. Brendan McKay comes up. Um, 
and they still do have these openers on the team. So I, it just feels like Jalen Beeks is one of these guys that has been owned and dropped by like multiple people throughout like the same league and deeper leagues, AL only 15 team leagues. But for the most part, he has provides provided solid ERA and whip ratios. Not doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. He does have five wins on the season. Matt, I was going to ask you, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find pitching right now. And in 15 team leagues, it's like the starters that were available are, are you know, Adam Wainwright to the world, Andrew Kashner's. It's like, I don't really want to fool around with that. And I figured, you know, if I could get three, four, five innings a week out of like a Jalen Beeks, when he comes back, if he comes back, then that's a little bit more valuable. What have you seen on Beeks? Why was he sent down exactly from for the Tampa Bay Rays? Uh, I believe he was sent down because of that 18-inning uh, mammoth never-ending game or whatever it went to sure. versus the Twins. And he's a guy that pitches, you know, multiple innings as the follower when he gets the opportunity. Uh, I'm with you. I would have been in on Beaks. I put some bids in on this week. Fortunately, I did not win him. I like him. I think uh, the role he has is uh, fantasy friendly, you know, coming in after the opener for the most part and pitching, you know, four or five innings after that, whatever it may be, which differs. So I don't think he's down for long. I think he'll be a key cog if they are to make the playoffs. Now is the time to pick him up. I did a good job by you. Well, thank you, Matt. I feel like every week I come in here, Matt, like, on the gives me some reassurance. Yeah. Like, Frank, you're going to be all right, man. You, you've made some good pickups. So I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> here are some pitchers that, that were added for slightly more money than Jalen B. Sure. You say Kikuchi. He's been god-awful. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's just been a complete disaster. I'm glad you bring up Kikuchi. Over the past, like, month or two, like, really his whole season, but he went through a stretch where he pitched well, and then really, like, the month of June just really, really... Fell off the wheel. Fell yeah. off bad here. And I actually had, like, a $2 bid on him, but I also had a $2 bid on Beeks, and Kikuchi went for a little bit more money. Uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon, who I spoke about... Kikuchi, I'm sorry. Just uh, yep. one second. Kikuchi, in my 12-team only, was dropped. Yeah, I mean, he was dropped in a 15-teamer. Crazy. So uh, a really competitive 15-team league. So that tells you exactly how bad he's been awful. He has been on the seat. Look, I, I mean, I'll pull up the ERA and the WHIP. It's just 5.12 ERA, 1.51 WHIP. It's been a disaster for Kikuchi. Uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon went for 13 bucks. I, I really don't have enough money to spend on him, and there wasn't even a backup bid. As I've said about Ponce de Leon, I think you could stream him in the right matchups, but. Um, for the most part, he's someone that relies on his fastball heavily, and I think that might catch up on him. Uh, and Vince Velasquez, Greg, I mean, look, we uh, we had a funeral for Vince Velasquez's fantasy value on this show. Uh, you know damn straight I wasn't bidding on him. If I'm not using him against the Miami Marlins last week, sure. and he gave up four earned runs against them, I don't know when you're ever going to use Vince Velasquez. So, I mean, that's just an example of some of the pitchers that were available. They're slim pickings. I lost Frankie Montas. I lost Pablo Lopez. Yep. And, you know, I'm just trying to find someone who can help the ERA and the whip ratio. So I'm hoping that, that Jalen Beeks is back sooner rather than later. I'm also stashing Mitch Keller, hoping that he's back soon too. And I, think I love the Mitch Keller stash. I know it hasn't translated yet uh, on the big league level, but this kid has talent. Pittsburgh is going to have him in that rotation in the second half. Uh, I was even bidding on him again this week. I've accumulated quite a uh, arsenal of Mitch Keller shares, so I'm all in on this kid, and I think it will pay off. And he went down, and he's been pitching really well since he went down, man. I, I saw he had like a 15-strikeout game in the minor leagues once he got sent back down, so I think he's made three or four starts, and for the most part, he's pitched really well. You, you really want to see him harness his command 
and you know not walk as many guys. That's something he's really struggled with at the minor league level. But since he's got sent down, uh, he's he's pitched really well. So I agree with you, man. I think second half we probably see a lot of Mitch Keller, and, and in these deeper leagues, fifteen teamers and only. I mean, now's the time to be sashing him. Absolutely, absolutely, Mitch Keller. Um, I think he's going to get a shot in this second half. I, I've read. Rumors of Jordan Lyles being traded, and I, I think they want him to succeed, and it has not been successful. But as Matt says, he's stashing him, you're stashing him. That's what we got to do and hope at this time of year. Now, going away from the starters, one person that Florio pitched to us that you bid on in your main event was Dominic Smith for the Mets. And I think you talked about him a little bit last week about how if he was able to receive everyday playing time, he could have some success. You bid on him here. Are you expecting that everyday playing time to arrive? I hope so. I'm hoping that you know what he's done so far uh, in the month of June for the Mets. It, it was enough for him to earn somewhat regular every day at bats. I mean, does he need to be owned in 12 team leagues? No, but anything deeper than that, you know, the skills have been there for him. And he's batting 328 so far this year with a 590 slug, an OPS over a thousand on the season, uh, eight home runs, 29 runs scored, striking out uh, much less than he has in in other. In his other um, stints in the major leagues, 22% strikeout rate this year, 13% walk rate. You know, when he's been in the lineup, he, he's hit near the top of the lineup here. I don't really necessarily uh, expect, I wouldn't put him in the lineup this week. They only have five games this week for the Mets. So I picked him up, and I'm hoping that he gets every day at bats and that the skills have been there. Former top prospect. Uh, it seems like it, it just took him longer than it was expected. And obviously, they have Pete Alonso, so you can't really blame the Mets for that. Uh, but. You know, they don't care about defense. He's been playing in the outfield. So I'm just hoping that the, the skills are there and, and that they give him some everyday playing time moving forward. Matt, did you have any interest in Dominic Smith or you prob- more so on the side that uh, he's not going to get enough consistent playing time that's worth owning? No, I think you said it right. In 15-team leagues, he's a guy that should be owned. Uh, I've had him on a couple of teams for the, like two weeks ago. I started uh, getting him. For basically nothing. I think he hit like four homers in the last six games or something like that. I think the Mets will play him every day in the second half. As you said, it's not even about defense anymore. This team needs offense. And Or I wouldn't be shocked if the Mets turn around and trade him uh, at some point for a piece they deem is necessary going forward, being that he really doesn't have a true position on this team. And real quick, a guy that I did get a couple of shares back on this week who I think is going to be in a platoon, and if he ever falls into regular at-bats again this season, Garrett Hampson, I got him for like 6 $7 in a couple of spots. That speed is just too good, too valuable. He plays in that park. I know he's failed miserably to this point of the season, but there's still a whole second half. Whole second half for Garrett Hampson, and hopefully uh, things will work out for him this time around. Frank, you also listed a couple of, I guess, secondary catchers people could pick up. Chance Cisco, uh, Travis Darno. Anything special about these guys? Yeah, I like Chance Cisco more than I like Travis Darno. I ended up getting Travis Darno in the main event just because I don't have a lot of money left and don't really want to invest much in, in second catchers. But Chance Cisco is someone who popped off a little bit over the weekend. You know, he hit home runs in back-to-back days. He had a five RBI game. Uh, he's really mashing since he's come back to the majors. He's got a 46% hard hit rate, 39% fly ball rate. In only 15 games, he's got four home runs, 14 RBIs. Uh, still strikes out a decent amount, so I'm not really expecting much batting average. But, you know, the fact that he 
hits in Camden Yards. He was batting cleanup for the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend, so he's going to have some RBI opportunities. Uh, if you need a second catcher, you know, Josh Fegley has really, you know, fallen off. I know a lot of people picked him up, so I, I dropped him a couple of weeks ago. I picked up Williams Astudio, who got hurt, landed on the IL. So I needed a second catcher, and I was looking into some of these names. Uh, Travis Darno and Chan Sisko make a lot of sense. Uh, Matty Mo, any Chan Sisko shares? Um, I feel like he's in a good spot here, hitting in the middle of the Baltimore Orioles lineup. No, I agree. He is in a good spot. Uh, it's never been a guy up until now that's been able to translate it from either spring training or the minor leagues. But he should have a clear path pretty much the rest of the season. You know, Severino will get some play here and there. But this is a rebuilding team, you know, probably the worst team. Uh, Not probably. They, they, they are. Yeah. They're, they're very, they're very so, bad. They're I mean, very he's going to get the opportunities. And, you know, when you're hitting in the heart of the lineup, RBIs are going to fall into your lap. So, and one thing real quick about the catchers this year. Yes. The second catcher options have actually turned out pretty damn nice. Like, I got Roberto Perez a couple of weeks back for just a couple of bucks in a lot of spots, and, you know, that guy's been a godsend. You look at all these other – everybody's got, like, 10 home runs or more. So even if they're not giving you the, the average, you're getting power and stuff. So I, I think, you know, shout-out to the catchers. Yeah, and I'll, I'll piggyback off that. You know, we own Christian Vasquez in one league too, Greg, and, and you know, he's – He's been a godsend as a second catcher, too. Actually hitting for decent batting average and uh, and a little bit of pop. So, yeah, Matty Mo, you're right about that, man. I mean, for the most part, you know, Josh Fegley was helping us for a, ma- a large majority of the season. I'll never forget. He had, like, that eight RBI game earlier in the season. I actually had that in the lineup, so lucked out there. Uh, but for the most part, you know, second catchers, you know, if you drafted, like, Omar Nervaez as your second catcher, I mean, he's my first catcher in a few two-catcher leagues, but... I mean, he's been really, really good so far this year for the Mariners as well. So, yeah, you're right, Matty Mo. We don't normally do this. Shout out to the catchers, especially the second catchers out there, Greggy. This one's for you, second catchers out there. <laughs> this real, one's for you. Real man of genius. It's a real man of genius, yeah, exactly. The, best. the uh, taco salad one was my all-time favorite. They're all amazing. To the second catchers out there, the Josh Fegley's. <laughs> Roberto real Perez. Real man of genius. Not to be ill of Roberto Take a break. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, the two-star pitchers that you should be starting and the two-star pitchers you should be avoiding. There's much more in one category than the other. Let's talk about it next. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. We're back here, BFFs, reading about, uh, reading about Woj liking the Knicks offseason. Him and Bobby Marks both tweeted that they like the Knicks offseason at Maybe the exact do. same time. Maybe Greg. they do, man. Yeah, I wonder if you know someone paid them off or told them to do that uh, to make the Knicks fans feel a little I don't bit think better. So. I don't think so, man. I don't think Woj and Bobby Marks exactly the they tweeted at the exact same time, Craig. They're friends. So they share the same thoughts? They they really think that the Knicks had a good offseason. I don't think they said they had a good offseason. Hey, guys, I don't know if you saw, but Darren Ravel... Uh, Sportsbook USA made the Knicks the favorite to win the summer league. We did. We did see that. Look at that. Yeah. At least they'll be good at something, Alex. That's all we can ask for. Their, their entire actual team is basically their summer league team. So oh, here's New York. RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson. It's gonna be great. Hmm. You wanna you wanna get an early look at the New York Knickerbockers? Watch the summer league this Friday night, July fifth, against the New Orleans Pelicans. Summer League actually starts tonight, Greg. John Morant and the Grizzlies are in action tonight. But not the Vegas Summer League, right? The Orlando Summer League? No, it's like Salt Lake City or something. Oh, is it Utah? Ugh. Yeah. Just kidding. I like this Hassan Whiteside trade, though. That's pretty cool. Hassan Whiteside to the Blazers. I don't know. I don't really like it. I'm a Yusuf Nurkic guy. Well, he's he's hurt, man. Serious knee injury. I thought that they would have been in on Kevin Love. I thought that made more sense, Greg. The Blazers should have been in on Kevin Love. A stretch four for that team would have been great. But now they basically tied up their cap space. So It's amazing, that, by the way, that Bobby Portis is a, quote, professional player now. Professional player after knocking someone out. Miritich. Miritich, who broke, he broke his jaw, and now Miritich is playing in, like, Barcelona. Yeah, which is another weird thing. Maybe, so maybe, maybe Miritich is, not, is the bad guy here. Maybe Bobby Portis is just awesome. Probably not. Maybe. I, I uh, actually interviewed him once with the King, Scott Engel. Bobby Portis? Yeah. Was he a nice guy? Yeah, he was nice. He was kind of, he was quiet. He quiet, dude. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. I respect it. How old is Bobby Portis these days? These days? Uh, he's probably like 26. 24. 24. Even <laughs> Julius Randle, both 24. Let's go! Yeah, you can never have too many power forwards, Greg. As never! Never! Have too many power forwards. You know how it works. I, I gotta read to read. Hold on, let me read this. Okay. If you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, 
Best poll on NFL Draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football that you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts.com with a promo code FNTSY. And that's 10% off with a promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package available right now at RotoExperts.com. Greg, before we get into the two-star pitchers, I did want to throw a name out there quickly and get some thoughts from Matt Modica because he uh, very briefly mentioned him earlier on in the show. Uh, and I actually spoke about one of the players that this affects with Steve Overmeyer of CBS when uh, he spoke about Will Myers. And, you know, is Will Myers droppable because he's basically not starting anymore? And that's because Manuel Margot has been starting. Manny! And he has 10 stolen bases on the season and has been playing better as of late. And he started, let's see here, six six games in a row with, uh, with Will Myers basically taking a back seat. Um... Matt, what do you like about Manuel Margot? I mean, this is, look, there's a former top prospect that hasn't necessarily worked out for him yet. I know you were on him last year during draft season. Uh, you know, m- modest power-speed combination, but I think there's something here, especially now that, you know, Will Myers is basically getting benched. Yeah, first off, uh, let's wish everybody a happy Canada Day. Yes, sir. There's a game starting at 105, so make sure you get the lineup set. Uh, look, Margot is a guy that's got speed. He has tremendous speed. It's, it's, you know, something last year he couldn't capitalize. He had, like, close to a 50% uh, success rate. He's been much better this year. He's not running like one of the rabbits run, but we'll see. They need a defensive center fielder, so that's why he's getting the playing time. Uh, Maybe Will Myers gets moved. Somebody in the outfield's got to get traded. And prior to the season, it was Margot and Frenchie Cordero that I was taking a shot on either or, hoping one of them was the everyday center fielder, uh, especially when you got guys like Framil Reyes, Hunter Renfro. And look, even we got to give some credit here to Eric Hosmer, who's batting 304 on the season, or he's batting over 300. So uh, I think there's a lot to like. It's an up-and-coming team. So Margot is a guy that I got in a couple of places, surprisingly, for like $3. I thought he'd be a little more uh, of a person of interest this week. Yeah, I ended up with one share of uh, of Manny Margot as well. I'm with you, man. I mean, look, cheap speed. Everyone's trying to find stolen bases, obviously. Um, and, and I think that's uh, you get some of that with uh, Manny Margot. He's batting lower in the lineup, but you know the Padres lineup has actually been pretty good. Look, Fernando Tatis has been amazing. You're right, Eric Hosmer. You know, pretty much everyone wrote him off for dead before the season. You know, what does this guy do for fantasy baseball? Well, you know what, uh, Eric Hosmer is someone that that performs in odd years. So remember that next year and make sure that uh, you don't draft him because uh, you know oh, 2020 Frankie. will not be the year of Eric Hosmer. What's up, Matt? Uh, Frank, by the way, I want to give you a shout out for looking like a pimp the other night on TV. Good job by you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I uh, walked over, not walked over, but I took the train with uh, with Greggy <laughs> over there and then walked over to the CBS studio in 90-degree weather in that suit, and um, it was it was interesting. I, I was sweating places I didn't know you could sweat. So we took the train uh, uptown together, and I was just venting to Frank. It was a really tough day here uh, last Friday, and Frank just looked at me, and a lot of times... To be fair, it's, it's him bitching to me, and I, you know, I, I listen. But Frank was uh, listening to me. He's like, you know what? You just need a cold beer. I'm like, you know what? You are right. You are absolutely right. Frank, would you like a cold beer as well? He's like, I would. I got to go home be on CBS. So, uh, awesome job, of course, uh, by Frank Stample there. Um, let's get to the two-star pitchers, gentlemen, from this week. 
And let's talk about the guys to trust. I want to start with Matt Strom for San Diego. Uh, we expect him to, I expect him to be a two-star pitcher facing the Giants and the Dodgers. You're not so sure, Matt. No, I'm not so sure. The reason why is I have Danilo, uh, I can't say his name. Nelson. Is penciled in for a start versus those Dodgers, which would give Logan Allen the two-start week and not Matt Stram. Uh, I speculated last week on Shane Bieber getting the two starts and not Adam Pluko. That one seemed to work out. So I'm uh, I'm going again here. And if you're a Matt Stram owner, that probably works out in your favor. I don't like, even though he's left, I don't like the matchup versus the Dodgers. I would agree. Like, enjoy yeah. that one start. He's still going to get the, the start against San Francisco. That's the one like, you care about anyway. Yeah. So, you know, instead of getting a mixed bag of a week out of Matt Strom, you could potentially just get like, a quality start or something better than that against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, and then he was not going to face the Dodgers. But, uh, yeah, it looks like Logan Allen is going to get that two-star week. Again, you really like to start against San Francisco. Uh, if he could just survive against the Dodgers, uh, then I think that you will take that. I put out the poll before the show asking Logan Allen, Matt Strom, who now we know is not or we don't we, we have don't question sure. marks. We have question marks about whether he's going to be a two starter. Tyler Malley and Nick Pavetta and Matt, you voted for Nick Pavetta, your boy, at Atlanta and at the New York Mets. I know the Mets have uh, have been a disaster, but they've actually hit the ball like decently well. Um, and Atlanta Braves, we know that they were like one of the hottest offenses in the month of June. So, how worried are you about getting Nick Pavetta Pavetta in there this week in a two star week? Well, I, I went with Pavetta here for the upside. Look, the first three starts coming back were phenomenal. It was like the promise was being delivered upon. And then the last three starts is like, we know why this guy got demoted. So I'm going to go upside here over Logan Allen. I, I do like Logan Allen rest of season. I think he remains in this Padres rotation. He's a guy I bid on everywhere last weekend but got shut out, unfortunately. So if you own Logan Allen, uh, I think you're in good hands going forward. The Dodgers start is not ideal. So, but I'm taking a shot on Pavetta and hopefully upside wins out. It's worth mentioning that he has faced, Nick Pavetta has faced the Mets and the Braves in two of his last three starts. So they have seen him recently. Both of these starts are on the road. Uh, I'm a little bit more scared about this one, Greg. Like, in a 12-team league, I, I don't think I would be able to do it when it comes to Nick Pavetta. Nope. You know, if you're really, really desperate for strikeouts in a 15-teamer, I know we normally say, you know, if you can't start a guy on a two-star week in a 15-team league, then he's probably not worth owning. So, there, if you need strikeouts, I could see it, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Nick Pavetta ends up hurting you twice this week. Uh, with both starts being on the road, and the fact that both offenses have seen him recently, Greg. He only has one start this week, but you had him on our bid list for GDD. I wound up picking him up. Your boy, Ivan Nova, faces the Tigers. <laughs> Look, I, normally, I don't recommend Ivan Nova, and, and when, I, when I texted you our bids last night, I said, Look, please don't kill me. I have a bid in on Ivan Nova, but he's facing the Detroit Tigers, and mm-hmm. you know, if there are three teams that you want to stream against, to me, it's the Giants, the Marlins, the Detroit Tigers. Maybe you throw the White Sox in that mix as well, uh, but really the Tigers, the Marlins, and, and the Giants. And uh, yeah, we're just looking at matchups there, man. It's it's Ivan Nova for God's Let's sake. Let's go. So yeah, I mean, I'll throw his name out there as a single star pitcher. Uh, you know, I also mentioned uh, a few more single starts. That I like on on Friday were Dakota Hudson at San Francisco against the Giants. I know his last start out, he was not good at all. He, he was quite bad, in fact. Uh, Julio Tehran against the Miami Marlins, and then Anibal Sanchez against the Miami Marlins as well. So there you go. There's four single-star pitchers. Uh, obviously, I would rank Ivan Nova the last of that group. 
A uh, few more two starters here. Matt, you know, I, I included Tyler Malley in this. He's going up against the Brewers and the Cleveland Indians. Uh, this this one's like another mixed bag. It's a tough one. It's not a great two-star week for pitchers, uh, but, but Malley has been inconsistent. He's shown some flashes this year of him pitching well. Uh, would you trust him in a 15-teamer against the Brewers and, and and the Cleveland Indians? Both starts at home in the Great American Small Park. Uh, for me, it's basically on teams where my ratios aren't my first concern anymore, and I just need volume. Look, he's got the strikeout and inning or just over that, but I don't think it's sustainable. He's got you know 24 percent or 24.5 percent strikeout percentage with just about a nine percent swinging strike rate. Those numbers don't add up to me. Uh, he's been a little better at home and stuff, but if you look, if you do a deeper dive, uh, the XFIP is telling you a different story. For me, it's a volume play in a deep league only. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Worth mentioning Zach Gallen as well at Washington, at Atlanta this week. Uh, I would, I don't think he's really available in any leagues, but you know, I would try to get him. Uh, in my lineup, even though both starts are on the road, normally, you know, I like the Marlins pitchers more so when they're at home. Um, and the Washington Nationals and Atlanta Braves could be scary at times. But look, if you picked up Zach Gallon for as much money as he went for, mm-hmm. I don't think he's on your bench this week for those two starters. Matt, is there anyone else that we haven't mentioned that you're excited about this week or you're taking a shot on? I mean, there's Trevor Williams, Chase Anderson, uh, Ariel Urado, uh, Dylan Bundy, the Shark, Jeff Samarja. Any of these names interest you? Oh, I thought Dylan Bundy was going to be someone I would recommend this week. But when I did the research, I said uh, no, no go on him for the fact that at at Trap kind of field, he, ha- he has a career like eight ERA. He has a career five ERA at Rogers Center. Uh, I know he's pitched better of late. And the Orioles pitchers, you got Means and Kachner that once I was just an ultimate avoid. There are guys you can play in a certain time stream, but I'm going to pass on Bundy here. Uh, I mean, I don't think you could start Trevor Williams. Again, that's just a volume play. It's just too difficult right now. Come back after the, after the break, his two starts, uh, 11, uh, 11 and two thirds innings, 11 runs kind of scares me there. Uh, Jack Flaherty, I know if you own him, you have to start him. I I was very high on him. He's been very disappointing. Uh, tied for the National League lead in home runs with 18. It's got to get better. I'm really hoping for a strong second half. But somebody that's been a huge disappointment. Samajer, I'd stay away from. And lastly, I mean, you Darvish pitched much better in the month of June Look, it's pretty much pitched the same amount of innings each month, but the walks are drastically down. And if he can cap some home runs, maybe a possible strong second half awaits him. There you go. That is Matt Modica. He's from The Athletic. You can follow him at CTM Baseball. Matt, we appreciate the time. We'll do it again in our new time slot next week. Sounds like a plan, guys. There'll be a new hat. The Bills hat will be back in rotation. All right. Let's love go. it. Absolutely love it. Coming up next, it's At the Window with Sean Guastamacchia. He'll talk some football and, no doubt, some NBA coverage as well. Sean Guastamacchia, At the Window, is next. Frank, how many other bets last week, bud? I still haven't calculated it, but you oh, ended right. up going three for three. Well, no, three and three, not three for three. Uh, three and three, yes. So you ended up breaking even. We'll I- take it. I was two and four going into Friday, and I believe the pick that I gave out was under seven and a half in that Mets and Braves game. 
and I think that they went slightly over, if I'm correct. Yeah, the game ended six to two. Of course, it ended six to two. Sorry, Frank. So I went two and five. Hopefully, it gets better, Greg. Hey, it's a new week, man. New week, new hope. Let's do it. Yeah, it's a it's a chance to uh, start over here, Greg. What do you got for and me? Do a little bit better. What do you and, got for and me? Do a little better. Here's what I'm looking at. Okay, we were just talking about him a second ago, and I realized that the Pittsburgh Pirates are home, but I don't really trust Trevor Williams. Adbert Alzale has pitched decently well since he's been up, and I just, frankly, I trust the Cubs lineup a little bit more than I do the Pittsburgh Pirates. I understand the game is in Pittsburgh, uh, and, and it's a rookie on the road here in Adbert Alzale. You don't know how many innings he's necessarily going to go, but you're getting what I suspect a, a better team, a better baseball team at, at nearly even value at minus 114. So I'm going to take the Cubs' money line, Greg. Takes, how about the fa- you? takes the favorite in the Chicago Cubs. For me... I look at this Reds-Brewers game. It's Tyler Molly against Adrian Hauser. This one's a toss-up, but Gabe Morenci's kind of just plugged it into my head that you want the Reds under all the time. The over-under tonight, Adrian Hauser against Tyler Molly is 10, and I will go under that number of 10 runs between the Reds and the Brewers from Cincinnati. I know it's two high-powered offenses, but we'll see. Let's get under that 10 number here, Frankie. All righty. Yeah, I mean... It is a trend that's something that Gabe has paid a lot of attention to, uh, and the Reds have actually gotten a lot better pitching this season than uh, was expected. Even though the game's in Great American Small Park, uh, they've, they've pitched pretty well so let far. Me ask, let me ask, ask you this. It's another name yep. we have not talked about. But Adrian Hauser was just moved into the rotation for the Brewers. Jimmy Nelson uh, headed out of the rotation. He's had a really nice year out of the bullpen. Paper 9 is very, very good. ERA, FIP, all that stuff looks good. Walks a lot of guys. Is there any interest in Adrian Hauser as a pickup? Now, I saw some people picking him up. You know, for the most part, he hasn't really had a good minor league career. That doesn't necessarily mean that he can't be good at the major league level. Uh, but so far this year, I mean, at AAA, he made four starts. He had a 1.27 ERA in the PCL. Uh, and you're right, he's made 17 appearances this season at the major league level um, with only three of those starts. So 14 relief appearances. Uh, he's sneaky. I, I just, I really don't like the walks. The whip is still kind of questionable. One point three four pitches in Miller Park. You know, maybe in a deeper league you take a shot, but in twelve teamers, I don't think I'm going to get involved in that, Greg. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. In a twelve team league right now, I'm going to take wait and see approach. The minor league numbers, like you said, Frank, aren't exactly stellar by any means. He's pitched well this year, though, so I, I think it's worth waiting and seeing. Keep him on your radar. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fair. All right. I want to thank Matt Modica for joining us. I want to thank everybody downstairs for their help. Uh, Very fun show today. Very good show today. So let's try to make it just as good tomorrow. How about that? All we can do is try, Greg. For example, I'm Greg Sussman. At the Windows up next with Sean Guastamacchia. Have a great afternoon. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We We hope. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.